What's up friends? I'm so excited to be wrapping up this health hack series for you guys today talking about habits. I love talking about this topic because our habits shape our day and our days shape our years and our years shape our life. So it's those little things that we do on a regular basis that may seem trivial, but they're not. They create our world. And when I'm working on myself and my own personal growth or when I'm working with clients, looking and evaluating our habits and deciding whether they are something that really help us get to be the person that we want to be or if they're inhibiting us from getting towards our goals. So I'm excited to unpack this with you guys today. If you've been tuning in this week, you know we've been covering some really quick, simple, easy, applicable health hacks that you guys can add to your daily to-do list to start building that healthy routine, to start making yourself have more energy, giving yourself that gift of health or building on the gift of health that you already have so that you can show up at all your commitments as the best, most energized version of yourself. We have too much to do. We have too much going on that we have to take the necessary steps to take care of ourselves. I know a lot of times it can feel weird, especially as a mom. Like I struggle with giving myself the personal time that I need or the personal space that I need to take care of myself. Like I am always thinking of my kids first. You know, I gotta feed my kids. I gotta bathe my kids. I gotta make sure their teeth are brushed. Those are all really important. And at the same time, I cannot expect myself to have enough energy to do all of those little things and be emotionally available and present for them if I'm not also taking the time to take care of myself. So my whole mission with this health hack series is to give you guys these tactical to-do items so you can take care of yourself and still show up for the people you love and still show up for your job and still show up for your family. I believe you can do it all. And when we ask big things of our body and we demand a lot of energy from our body, we cannot afford to mistreat it. So I hope this series has been helpful for you. If you're digging these health hacks, this is just scratching the surface of what we are going to be covering in next level nutrition. Friends, I have two spots left in my live group mastermind course that's going to be kicking off next week. I cannot wait. I've been running groups for about 10 years now, but this is the first time I'll be offering it in the virtual space and with you guys. I get to see you guys face to face, which I cannot wait to meet some of y'all. But the best part is, is that we're going to walk through all of these nerdy nutrition details from the empowered eating lens. That means factoring in your values, teaching you biofeedback, how your body responds to the various dietary or exercise changes that we make, all with accountability. And I think the accountability piece is really crucial here because so many of us, like we have the information, we know what we want to do, we know what we should do, but it can be really hard to break some of these habits that we've been engaging in for years, which we're going to talk a little bit and unpack it today. But I want to invite you to think bigger. I mean, close your eyes for just a second. And I want you to think of yourself come January 1st, 2023. And most of us enter the year feeling like we have kind of let ourselves go. The holidays came. What if you started 2023 as the healthiest you've been in years? What if you took the next few months of this year and you committed and you showed up for yourself and you put in the work, you implemented discipline for whatever the goal is, be it strength gains, weight loss, reconstructing your relationship with food, whatever it is, what if you spent the time doing it now? Imagine that. Imagine come January 23rd and you didn't have to put some of these same health 
goals on your, your New Year's resolution list because you've already done them. Can you imagine? That version of you on January 1st, 2023 is going to look back at you in August and say, I am so proud of you. I am so happy you decided to take action now instead of putting it off for another year. You will not regret it, friends. I cannot wait to be in your corner. Head on over jessbrownrd.com forward slash next level nutrition. You can look at all the details there. I've got the outline of what we'll be covering each week and you can submit your application. Applications will be accepted through Sunday, August 21st. All right, let's dive into habit hacks, how to break down the bad ones and break through. Hey, awesome. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I know you're ready to stop falling into diet culture traps and finally put together a realistic plan on how to boost your energy. You might feel stuck because you can't quite kick the chocolate habit. The whole body love thing isn't getting the job done. Or maybe you're at an impasse because you are pushing it in the gym, but you can't figure out how and what to eat. How many times have you Googled best diet and found that the latest trend has failed you? Hey girl, I'm Jess registered dietitian, wife, mama, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I too used to be stuck in the cycle of insecurity and never feeling like my body was good enough. Then I tried to fix it with food only to end up right back where I started. I did some really hard work. I found food freedom, but then I was confused on how to eat healthy and get fit without falling back into diet culture crazy. I wish someone would have taught me the difference between discipline and obsession. I wanted to be the healthiest version of myself by balancing healthy eating with food freedom. Like how do I actually eat healthy, get fit, and have donuts with my kids? It wasn't until I figured out this awesome balance between discipline and permission, the art of intentional eating with sprinkles of flexibility. The empowered eating model was born. Here on the show, we nix diet culture while creating values-based health goals. We reconnect with how our body responds to food through biofeedback, all the while figuring out a plan on how to get healthy and fit without sacrificing the most meaningful parts of life. Sustainability doesn't mean never eating your favorite foods again. I mean, pizza is life, right? (laughs) We are here to finally not just feel comfortable, but confident in our body. I am so excited to fuel your awesome with empowered eating. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com and grab my three steps to empowered eating guide totally free or hop onto my e-course food foundations to get the step-by-step deets on how I got here. All right, you ready to take your inner awesome to the next level? So grab that cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes, because girl, it's time to go. Oh, habits. These are the things that (laughs) shape us whether we notice them or not. One of my not so great habits, I'll call it my bad habit. It's a bad habit, is my coffee addiction. So y'all know I love coffee. It's in my logo. And it's not so much the coffee itself, but it's when I go spend money on coffee. Inflation here in America is crazy real. And we're having to really readjust our budget and evaluate where we're spending our money. And one of the things I noticed is I have this habit of just buying coffees whenever I want. It's like my pick-me-up. You know, Monday morning, I'm trying to gear up for a busy week and I drop the kids off at school. Let's go get a coffee. Let's walk into the office with a coffee. Tuesday rolls around and I've got a meeting I may not be super thrilled about going to. What'll make it better? A coffee. Wednesday afternoon comes, I'm halfway through the week. It's been a lot. You know, I've been grateful for my work, but I'm also tired. So you know what will pick me up Wednesday afternoon? 
a coffee. <laughs> you guys get the gist. It's like, it's just a habit for me to go purchase what's now like a $7 latte every single day. And if I add that up in my budget, that's a lot of money. And something that maybe I could, well, not maybe, I could choose to spend my money in wiser places. Maybe you have a coffee habit as well, or maybe you have some other habit that is impacting you and your values in a negative way. I see this a lot when I'm working with clients and we're trying to implement changes with our diet. Some of these habits that we have with food can impact our overall health. The thing about habits is we formed them for a reason. And I think it's important to break down some of the quote bad habits first because if we don't, we never understand why we had them and we we don't figure out how to give ourselves grace to work through it. So if you think of some of these habits, I mean, at one point they were a solution. So for me, my coffee habit was a solution for some negative emotion at some point. Like somewhere along the way, I figured out that going to get a coffee when I'm either feeling tired or less motivated or maybe I'm not thrilled about what's ahead of my day, it makes me feel better. So that's a solution and that's great because it helped mitigate a negative emotion at some point in time. The problem with these habits is that they become vicious cycles and eventually the solution becomes the problem. So hear me out on this. If you have an itch and you scratch it, initially all is well, right? The problem is the itch and you neutralize it with the scratch and you're on your way, no big deal. The issue is, is that this only works for a fleeting itch. And if you have an itch or you continue to have this itch and you scratch it over and over and over, eventually your scratches on the skin is going to turn to actual scratches. You'll have open skin. Maybe you get a rash. And the more you scratch, the more you itch and the more it hurts. Now the solution, your scratching, has become the problem. (laughs) This is a vicious cycle, friends. And in the world of human emotions, vicious cycles are way too common. I see this oftentimes when I'm working with clients. Like, Someone doesn't like her body, so she decides to get chocolate. She feels better momentarily, but then she obsesses about the calories, and then she feels worse about her body. Or maybe you feel anxious in the social setting, and so you decide to cope with that anxiety by drinking. You drink excessively. It eases the anxiety initially, but then the next day you have a hangover, and you feel bad about the night before because you don't remember the interactions you had, or you worry you did something embarrassing, and then you feel more anxious about the next social setting. These are the vicious cycles that set us up and some of the habits that keep us stuck. At the heart of this is that we are looking to avoid some form of discomfort. And you know what? Sometimes this is okay. Like life is really hard and we have to deal with a lot. And when it comes to like normal, like run of the meal, daily stress, having some sort of coping tool is essential. And sometimes avoidance with a external soother is is okay. So for example, like if I'm upset at home, my kids are being super loud. I've asked them to brush their teeth 50 times and they still haven't done it. Then they break my favorite vase. This may or may not have happened <laughs> the other night. But one of the things I do to like bring some of my emotion down and just kind of decompress is I, I like to scroll. And that's the honest truth. I wish I had a better coping tool, but it's easy. It's accessible. And you know, it just, it chills me out. So I like to scroll on not so much social media, but I do like to scroll on things like Pinterest or uh, Like to Know It, which if you don't know what Like to Know It is, it's a really cool app. It's a shopping app, super dangerous, but super fun. <laughs> so I like to just like kind of chill out and, and take things in. Well, at one point in time, this was 
helpful, right? When I would sit down and have intentional time and I'd give myself 15 minutes of scroll time and then be done with it. But now put myself in this situation where I'm frustrated with the kids. It's been a long day and I'm wanting to avoid. Now I'm scrolling on social media. This is a bad habit. This is an unhealthy habit. And now I've taken a once upon a time solution and it has become a problem. You'll know some of these solutions have turned problematic if you notice one of three things, or maybe all three. (laughs) You use this coping tool excessively, or using this coping tool eclipses your values or your long-term goals. In other words, it actually sets you back. Or number three is that they no longer work. Like using this tool doesn't actually make you feel better. And that's what I noticed about my scrolling is once upon a time, I used it to, you know, have fun, look on Pinterest, look at the new fall fashion, which I love to do. But when I pick it up in response to my kids acting crazy and not listening, and I'm trying to give myself that space, I don't actually feel better. In fact, a lot of times I feel worse because now I'm looking at images that might trigger other emotions. And I think the same happens with food. The example I gave earlier of the girl who doesn't like her body and so she eats chocolate in response to that, it's like, is that actually making her feel better? Maybe chocolate at one time did, but at this point in time, is it still getting the job done? So I think we have to evaluate our habits and first give ourselves some grace. You know, we didn't create them just because we're like undisciplined, lazy human beings. No, we did it because we were trying to look for a solution. And that's a normal thing to do. So we got to give ourselves that grace and then decide, because I believe we have autonomy over ourselves and our minds, decide what we want to do differently and better. So I have a couple questions for you to help you evaluate some of your food habits because we're specifically looking at how we choose to engage with food here. Number one, what habits, if any, do you currently engage in with food that eclipses your values and inhibits you from reaching your goal. So take a minute, do a mental inventory and look at some of the things you're doing and you know, without shame, we're not shaming you here, but we just want to identify what are they? Second question is how might this habit be an attempt to control or neutralize negative emotions? And is it working? Did it work before? Is it working now? Again, that's going to give us space for both grace and opportunity for growth and change. When looking at breaking old habits and creating new habits, there's a few different schools of thought. Charles Duhigg, he wrote the famous book or the bestseller, The Power of Habits. Many of you have probably heard of this. He proposed this idea that habits exist in three different parts. There's a cue, a routine, and a reward. He says that when a cue and a behavior and a reward become neurologically intertwined, what's actually happening is a neural pathway is developing that links these three things together in our head. This is called the habit loop. The habit loop removes agency and Duhigg proposes that changing a habit is best done by modifying it instead of trying to get rid of it. So for example, there's the old example of grab a lollipop instead of a cigarette or in food world, it would be like eat carrots instead of chips or eat an apple instead of chocolate. Now, for a long time, I thought this was profound, (laughs) but over the last few years, I've started to really disagree with it. And here's why. I believe we do have agency over our thoughts. I believe we have the power to take control. We're not victims of our circumstance. I believe in absolute ownership and psychological flexibility. This was introduced to me through something called acceptance and commitment therapy, or for short, ACT. ACT is the approach to 
building psychological flexibility so that you can better handle painful or uncomfortable thoughts and feelings and be more effective in the actions we take in response to these emotions so that we can build a meaningful and rich life. Like who doesn't want that? It's amazing. The formula in ACT is mindfulness plus values plus something called a committed action which leads to this psychological flexibility. The trouble here is that it requires things most of us don't necessarily want to do. So mindfulness number one is challenging. I read this quote in one of my new favorite books, which is called um, Stillness is the Key. He says that being mindful and present is one of the most difficult things to do, just being here in the now. And I I found that to be so profound because it's true. How much of our day do we spend thinking about what we should have done better or what we need to do next rather than just being in the moment now? So that mindfulness piece, although it's simple, it is not easy and it's something that takes work and practice growing and engaging that prefrontal cortex and getting better at doing it. Number two is values. I talk about values on here all the time and something that I think is super important to do. If you guys don't know your values, uh, go to my website, justbrownrd.com, download my free empowered eating guide. There is information there on how to get acquainted with what your values are. Super important that you can name those values instantly and quickly off the top of your head. And then the third piece is the committed action. Friends, this is something that I think we don't talk a lot about in in therapy world and self-care. Committed action is deciding to engage in an action regardless of how we feel. So we decide first and feelings follow instead of the flip, which is feelings first and decisions follow. Ooh, that sounds like a recipe for a disaster. <laughs> My feelings drove the bus. Ooh, yeah, that would be a roller coaster. No, we decide first and we commit to the action and the feelings follow. That helps us overcome some things like You know, I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like eating this food right now. I don't feel like doing this. It's like, okay, well, I get how we feel and there's a time and place to deal with that. And at the same time, I've committed to this action because it's in alignment with my values. And because I am being mindful and present, I am learning psychological flexibility to deal with some of these negative emotions I might be feeling right now. Super cool tool. And if you're wanting to dive deeper into that, there's a great book called The Happiness Trap by Russ Harris that breaks down ACT in a lot more detail for you guys. Okay, so here we are, breaking down bad habits and breaking through to those healthy habits. Here is your invitation for today. Revisit those questions, which I'll say them again. What habits, if any, do you currently engage in with food that eclipse your values? And then the second question is, how might this habit be an attempt to control or neutralize negative emotions? Did it work before? And is it working now? Once you do that inventory, I want you to shift over to this ACT model where we engage and practice mindfulness, get acquainted with your values, and set up a committed action. Working through these three things every single day. And you know what helps me really build habits is setting these intentions in the morning. Now, you may not be a morning person. I'm like a psycho morning person and get up really, really early, like 4 a.m. Some of y'all think that's an ungodly hour, but... Let me tell you something about the mornings. When you wake up, your brain is in a more open space than any other time during the day. By the end of the day, you have already started to experience decision fatigue. You've had so many things thrown at you that your ability to make changes and set intentions starts to diminish. Not saying you can't, but it definitely diminishes as the day goes on. So whatever time you wake up, whether it's 4 a.m. with me, (laughs) or it's 7 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever, 
when you wake up, give yourself at least five minutes to set the intention for the day. This is your committed action. Ground that in your values. Doing these two things is going to set you up to be more mindful and put those all together. Guess what? That is the equation for psychological flexibility, which is us breaking old habits. I believe you have agency. I believe you have autonomy. You have the ability to make the change if you want to, if you grab it, if you choose it, but it is going to require you being present in your day. Friends, I know you can do it. I believe in you. I can't wait for you to discover what these new healthy habits do for you. Those little things are not little, they're big things and they amount to big changes over time. The things we've talked about this week, like hydrating, getting adequate protein, or eating every two to three hours. These are health habits that really build a healthy body over time. And guess what? Healthy bodies have more energy and you can show up for all those things you want to do. You are too awesome to not take care of yourself, friends. Don't forget, if you want to join Next Level Nutrition, head on over and apply now. I'm taking those applications through Sunday. I'd love to see you in there. JessBrownRD.com forward slash Next Level Nutrition. Otherwise, I will see y'all back on Monday for our normally scheduled programming. Thank you for joining me this week for this health hack series. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.